Welcome to another life-changing episode of Skidmark Show. If this episode doesn't automatically make you better looking and richer than you were yesterday, we will give you our next episode absolutely free. In fact, we'll give you all of our episodes for free because we're that good. Skidmark Show guarantees that for every episode you listen to, you'll be smarter than you were before, better looking than the ugliest person on your block, and we'll give you shinier, fuller hair too. Except for you, Jeff. That ship has sailed. Seriously, move on. So sit back and feel the awesome of Jeff Allen and Ethan D flow through your ears and into your soul because this is the best episode of Skidmark Show we've ever done. Powered by Piz Oil. Hey, what's up? This is Dan Donegan from Disturbed and you're listening to Skidmark Show. Hey, this is Joe from Theory of a Dead Man and you're listening to Skidmark Radio. Hey guys, this is Mike Coy from Gap Monkey Garage and you're listening to Skidmark. Hello and welcome to episode 112 of Skidmark Show, your favorite show about cars and rock stars. I'm Ethan D and this episode we have some serious rock stars in the off-roading world, that is. Emmy Hall and Rebecca Donahue join me on Skidmark Show, the first three-way call ever. Coming up, you'll hear stories about thrashing a Rolls Royce through the desert, poor-fitting helmets and seatbelts, what it's like to get stuck in the mud up to your, well, they said armpits at one time, and how to spend your life covered in dirt the fun way and make a living out of it. Ladies and gentlemen, Skidmark Show presents Emmy Hall and Rebecca Donahue on our first ever three-way call. Uh, are we all here? I can hear I'm you. I'm here. Hey! <laughs> it works! Hello, <laughs> all right, ladies, you ready to have some fun? <laughs> uh, that might have sounded a little weird. I didn't mean it that way, but you can take it however. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all at safe distances. It's fine. We are. So, you know, this is, a, I guess, a new kind of, um, well, I don't want to get too dirty. I can edit this out later, I guess. <laughs> edit it out. Yeah. You can always edit. I mean, this is the most long distance threesome I've ever had. So, um, man, you haven't lived. I haven't. Obviously not. You guys have. And um, <laughs> well, it's it's the safest way with this, you know, pandemic. It's this is the safest way to have a three way. So safest way to have a three way yeah. without the coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I am down for that. Um, obviously, hanging out with a couple of ladies who like to get dirty. I've got. <laughs> Rebecca and Emmy, uh, welcome to Skidmark Show. How are you ladies doing? Good, uh, after that intro, thanks. <laughs> well, again, we don't know what all will make the show, so we'll just pretend it was the greatest intro ever. And uh, it, was, it was so good, Perfect. we had to cut it out. <laughs> all right, um, I got to say, um, the first car I ever bought with my own money it was a red 68 Baja Beetle. Oh, amazing. Oh, we have one of those. My dad's got a Baja down in Mexico, but it's an amalgamation of a many, many, many different parts. So it's probably not a full 1968, but yeah. <laughs> Bad, bad love in my heart for air-cooled Volkswagens. Well, yeah, and I loved it, too, except for mine uh, was not nearly as good as I'm sure your dad's was because most of the time it didn't have first gear. Um, after, <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. After a while, I think the accelerator cable broke when I got mad and it wasn't going anywhere. Like, it wouldn't go over 20 miles an hour, and so I floored it <laughs> and snapped the accelerator cable. 
Um, it, it didn't have a back seat. Whoever had it before me actually took the back seats out and just put like a chunk of plywood and carpet in this there. This sounds exactly like your dad's Yeah, bug. it actually is. Yeah, It might be like the bug. <laughs> well, if he got it from somewhere in West Texas, then it might be, yeah. Tammy <laughs> used a much nicer word, uh, amalgamation, when it's, it's actually a bastardization. So. You know what? A yeah, bastardization, but- a gigantic piece of shit, but the greatest piece of shit ever. Yeah, we're, the greatest. all things for Baja Bugs, right? So, Emmy, how did you get into getting dirty and, and off-roading? Well, so my aforementioned father, um, you know, when I was a kid, he raced off-road in Class 1600, which is, again, air-cooled Volkswagen, uh, but it's upgraded with a bus transmission. So you know it's real hardy when you're going from a bug transmission to a bus transmission. Like um, a, a VW and, bus or like a Greyhound yeah, a bus? bus? No, okay. like, yes, a diesel pusher. <laughs> it's a diesel pusher transmission with a 1600 motor. Wow. Um, so, uh, and then with a tube chassis. And uh, it's a limited class, so it's very much a driver's class because all of the cars are pretty much the same. I mean, money certainly can buy you a little bit of speed, but not that much. Um, and so I just kind of grew up around that and i grew up uh you know i learned to drive out in the dunes in the dune buggy and all that kind of stuff um so it was always around it and then uh maybe i don't know like 10 or 15 years ago i was like i should try off-road racing and so i <laughs> did um and i got into our our baja bug which at the time still had a volkswagen motor oh and, wow um raced that for a couple of races and i was like this is fun i should get my own car so now i have my own um class 1500 car that i'm able to race uh you know like three or four times a year it's tough to get away and it's pretty expensive so i save it for the races that i know are going to be really fun and our race motto is just fucking finish we are jff all the way just oh i love it i love it now you say that your bug for uh the original had an original vw motor like what model vw because i seriously doubt is the original 68 or whatever year yours is oh no 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 it had um it had a 2180 dual carb engine Ah. in it but the suspension was set up to be more of like a play car. So because of the motor, I had to race in the class five unlimited, which is like trophy bugs. Like, I mean, these, these bugs are incredible. And I'm like, I got a lot of power, but I ain't got no suspension. Right. So, you know, like there was only so much I could do. And then I knew that I wanted to get into something where it, where it was limited. So I could not spend a lot of money and where it would really force me to, work on my driving skills and that and 1600 is perfect for that because you're constantly having to be on the pipe it's all about momentum and i mean you only got 90 horsepower and my the top speed on my car is probably 84 i've seen 80 miles an hour and you pretty much think you're gonna die you're just like we're gonna die today in this i I can i can testify yeah rebecca's written with me before i love that though because um you know it's very rare a lot of people don't understand exactly how rough off-roading in baja is and i have never been a a speed driver myself i prefer mud i prefer hills climbing four by four that's kind of my thing too but most of the time on skidmark show we've got like leah pritchett drag racers who are hitting 330 and you hear somebody go mine gets up to 84 and that'll scare the shit out of you. I'm always like, I, have, I averaged 40 miles an hour this race. I was so fast. <laughs> you were going through like a shit ton of rocks and, you know, and all these whoops. And it's just like, I mean, I have a new car um, for this season and it's a lot lighter than my old car. And I, I am really having to 
kind of relearn how to drive. Um, but it's been great. It's, it's really pushing me and making me like acknowledge the fear of like, I'm really scared right now, but I'm just going to keep driving and see what happens. You know? Well, that's the thing uh, with off-road is you got to keep driving until something happens or, yeah, you know, yeah. something you're going to let something happen. And I think at some point you should take a GoPro and put it on the dash and show what it actually looks like doing that at 40 miles an hour. And people go, Oh yeah, no, that's actually really, really fast. I know. Of course, it's just like no image stabilization, just like, yeah, just what 100 percent raw. This is what I do. Shut up about 40 miles an hour. You can't do it. It's so violent. It's yeah. And here's the thing. Now we've got Rebecca. This is your navigator. So you're the one who's riding along. And everybody out there who's ever ridden with somebody who drives like shit knows um, (laughs) that's that's the sickest you'll ever be with somebody else who's on and off the throttle. You're up and down. You're right and left because the navigator doesn't know what's going on in the driver's brain. The driver's brain knows if they're putting more gas or brakes or turning. The navigator's just along for the damn ride. So, Rebecca, how do you not throw up all over Emmy all the time? <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> I mean, I did end up. Concu- I really feel like I was concussed after this, um, the last time we rode together, which was just for fun and uh, to kind of show me what. Uh, that vehicle was all about because we've only we've done navigation rallies which are definitely on the slower end of things because you've got to be super precise and it's a lot of stopping and taking headings and um and uh, triangulating and so that's that game is all about what my job is and she's getting us from place to place for me to do my job but with that kind of race with what she's talking about her 1600 it, it really is you're just in it for i'm i'm taking a ride and that that particular race i had a, a helmet that didn't fit right i was having to hold it up it was terrible i had a race suit that it was, everything was borrowed because i it, this isn't my game and i'm not that into speed and i was terrified the entire time laughing screaming we had no we had no comms so i couldn't even do my job i couldn't even i couldn't even, <laughs> couldn't even warn me if somebody was coming no, or if there was something I in a road <laughs> the seat wasn't uh fitted to me my harness was loose i couldn't uh, my feet couldn't uh, reach the, the brace bar at the bottom so I had my foot like braced against the door I, had my, I could barely reach the horn so I also couldn't do that part of my job very effectively <laughs> obviously my team is very much safety third I was totally fine yeah 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 you know, that was yeah. my very first speed uh, racing experience and it was yeah, um, yeah. That we're going to do game. better on the next race we're going to do much better yeah. Yeah. we're okay. going to have we're going to have a we're going to have time to do a, a proper belt fitting and <laughs> proper helmet fitting instead of just like oh you're here 30 minutes before the race yeah, right. <laughs> see now i'm i'm totally down the proper helmet fitting i i definitely am, i mean obviously i would like to pretend i'm safety first all the time too but we all know that's bullshit um the proper helmet <laughs> fitting super important and i know this because when i had my first motorcycle when i was 18 uh the guy gave me his helmet too which was like two sizes too big for my head and it was a, a full face you know with the visor and so when uh-huh. i would go out riding and if i get over 65 miles an hour because it was way too big it would literally lift up off my head so that my <laughs> eyes were looking over the nose piece and i'm trying to ride this motorcycle with this helmet trying to take my head off because of the wind 
So I'm with you on the helmet thing. Yeah, it's a terrible idea. A terrible idea. Yeah, I don't know which one would be better, a a too loose helmet or a too tight. Either way, you're going to end up with a headache. Just terrible, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think the too tight, at least you don't have to use one of your arms to hold it on your head as you're going over the whoops. Yeah, Yeah, and that's especially hard on a motorcycle where you have to use both of them for the clutch or the accelerator. So I'm gunning it with the left hand, slapping the helmet back down on my head. It was not not safe at the time. <laughs> now the the seat didn't fit right. Was that too big too? So you were all bouncing up against oh, yeah. the five point harness. Yeah, I'm teeny tiny, so I I was bouncing like a rag doll basically everywhere. <laughs> and yeah. she's really uh, she's actually amazing. And I I definitely I didn't throw up, but I was certainly screaming all kinds of profanities in my into my helmet that was going nowhere. Um, and, <laughs> and very happy when it was done because I kept praying like, please not one more round, please not one more. <laughs> you know, and there's nothing better than a five point harness giving you that playtex cross your heart bra. Uh, X bruise. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. You get home it's and you're like, nice. oh, sexy. That looks good on on boys and girls. I'm down. I always get little. I always get little raw marks on my neck, and I'm like, yeah, I've been making out Made out with my car. <laughs> yeah, just tell them that you were in that rally de gazelle in Morocco where everybody was speaking French, and you're like, I missed on French man, and he. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Yeah, we actually competed during in different years. Um, I was there in 13, 14, 2013, 2014, and 2016. And then Rebecca was there in 2015 when I had to miss it because of work. Boo. Boo. Um, but uh, that is an all-female navigational rally where the idea is to go as straight as possible. So you want the fewest kilometers, not the fastest time. And in between you and your your checkpoint could be a variety of things. There could be um, a set of dunes. There could be a mountain. There could be someone's farm. There right. could be <laughs> camel. I mean, there could be anything. And so you have to figure out. Am I going to try to go over this obstacle and possibly break my truck? Or do I want to go around it and add kilometers? And if I go around it, how am I going to then get back on my heading so I can get to the checkpoint? So it's very, very strategic. Um, and uh, But I was there with a different navigator um, who was... Almost as good as Rebecca. I oh, almost. Almost, almost as good as you. She's I mean, amazing. And she's, she's actually good. the reason I know I found out about the gazelle and started and, and decided I wanted to do it. And that's how I ended up meeting Emmy. Well, then we should call her uh, next time and have a four way. And... <laughs> she's a and fun addition. too because he's super cute. So we have a five way. See, <laughs> good times. Now, you got to take a 2019 Rolls Royce Cullinan out. And I mean, what's that like when somebody hands you the keys to a Rolls and goes, tear it up? I mean, they probably didn't say tear it up, but... No, they definitely didn't. Not at first. And we we didn't think they would... We didn't think... We thought when they told us yes, that at any moment they would call us back and tell us no. As soon as <laughs> Bring they it thought back about pristine. it a little longer. Yeah. yeah. Well, they did actually um, have some different expectations at first. And by the time we got to the rally, they were absolutely on board, fully knew what they were in for. And um, but we're still like, let's bring the car back, you know, like in great shape kind of thing. And then by, by day five, <laughs> They're, they're in the base camp and we arrive at the end of the day and we're in the lead. And one of them comes up to me and goes, I don't care what you have to do. Do not baby that car. We want the win. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was expecting you to say, dear chap, can you please return our rolls in at least two pieces or less? Uh, 
no, they were so into it. Into it. It was great. Awesome. Emmy was so used to really like being very careful and being very mindful that it was kind of it was funny to get that. And we were like, oh. I really don't know if we could shift out of that mode. One, yeah. because we didn't have at that point we didn't have a spare tire for really? the rest of the rally. Nope. So yeah. we were we were not in a position where we could be like tear it up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we so the the wheel and tire package on that on the Cullinan is. I mean, you got to have giant brakes, right? It's giant cars. So you got to have giant brakes, which means you got to have giant wheels. So the smallest wheels that you can fit on there are twenty ones. Damn. I know. And I asked them because, you know, it shares a lot of the same components with um, the BMW X7, I think. So I was like, well, there's 20s on the X7. Like, can we fit the 20s on there? And the 20s wouldn't really fit. And then because of how the um, some of the suspension components are in the front, the total wheel and tire package can only be 31 and a half. So you have to roll a 21 inch wheel and then have a package be 31 and a half. Like there's no off-road tire that fits those specifications Nitto maybe thought they might have had something but then in the end rolls royce was like well you know we just kind of want you to run the stock and i'm like well, okay and we had to run the stock snow tires so we were on no tires run flat snow tires and they were super cool and they they put in um like a what we called it our bespoke spare tire mount in the back of the car <laughs> so we had two bespoke that's tires. a fancy word for we yeah. made that shit up <laughs> yes yeah. exactly. we, we call it fabricated they're like it's bespoke yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they put a bespoke skid plate across the whole bottom of it which is really nice although that took us out of the bare uh, bone stock contention. Uh, the rally has a has a category for cars that are bone stock. The only thing you can change are wheels and tires. And I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't change my wheels and tires, but I put a skid plate on it, and now I'm not bone stock? This sucks. But... That, yeah, but at least you were in Rolls Royce air conditioned leather lamb seat. massaging seat massaging yeah. seat splendor. Okay, that's least, if you're gonna off road, you're gonna off road in style. Yeah, yeah, and that and you know, by by contrast to Emmy sixteen hundred was like riding on a cloud. Yeah, I, I did. Rolls Royce like, it's amazing. Yeah. But that's also the weird the, thing with those super luxury cars is you you can't feel what you're driving either. It's too damn soft. Yeah, there there is an element of that, and so Rebecca was out a lot. To to spot me through some things. I mean, we got into some situations where I was like, we should not be here. Like, this is dumb. But here we are. When you put it in off-road mode, you get nine inches of ground clearance. I'm like, that's pretty good for a crossover, right? I mean, the, the, the angles, the geometry is not that great. And it's a pretty long wheelbase. So, like, your breakover angle isn't, isn't that awesome. But it's nice having that ground clearance. But she didn't get out in spot. And that was a lot of the ways that I could kind of pick my way through a lot of those routes and we did use a lot of the cameras you know there's there's a 360 degree camera system so we used a lot of that to make sure that we weren't going to hit anything um but we could never fully turn off the parking sensors so a lot of times it would just beep at us and we'd be like you need to shut up right now like we know what we're doing i mean i would just be like stabbing at the button and yeah so that was that part was annoying oh yeah we called the parking sensor simon and it was the car's the car's name was Eleanor, so we called the parking sensor Simon, and it was Eleanor's overprotective boyfriend who didn't want her to have any fun. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, those things weigh like a ridiculous amount. So, how can you really have as much fun as you want with something that weighs as much as a damn battleship? Well, they do weigh. Uh, so, I figured I put it like this: it weighs about as much as a Ford Raptor, but it has like at least 150 more horsepower. Oh, okay. So that's not bad so, then. Yeah, so your oh, yeah. Race so is, great. is really, really good. I mean, it's six, 600 and something horsepower and five high fives in the torques. 
or maybe it's reverse. Maybe it's five, high fives in the horsepower and six twenty one in the torques. I can't remember, but I mean, like it's it's not a slouch. It's a six point seven five liter twin turbo V twelve. So Damn. you got the power there, and it's actually I thought it was gonna like sink in the dunes because of the weight, but it's it's really really good in the dunes. Super smooth, and you can yeah. it's got a lot of control. And I think the only thing that you had was a little bit of like because of the suspension system having to wait to put new basically new information into the system, like when you're turning down a dune or whatever. Yeah, it's like yeah waiting yeah. for it to settle a little bit. Right. Right, because it's it's so soft that it just you get all of this body roll when you're turning, like if you're really putting your foot into it, and then you just have to wait for it to come back and settle before you put any other kind of like steering input into it. Um, but I mean, I was I was really surprised at how well the rolls did off road. I thought for sure that like it was the air suspension was going to blow up. I brought four extra air struts. Um, and the only problem we had was with the tires, which was something that we knew was going to happen in the first place. Oh, no, we did have – we did get an electrical code on the very first day, mm-hmm. but then nothing ever happened after that. And the code yep. was there the whole time, and we were like, oh, okay, whatever. Oh, it's one of those uh, mystery codes that blocks up, and they're yeah. just like, yeah, but nothing – You just carry on. You're fine. We're yeah, good. exactly, exactly. And <laughs> call your dealer. Call over and call your Rolls-Royce dealer, and we're like, okay, sure. <laughs> All right, so you've done rallies and off-road uh, stuff in an 18 Wrangler Rubicon, the 19 Rolls-Royce Cullinan, and a 2007 Land Rover Defender. Which one's your favorite? Well, we also did it in a 2017 diesel ZR2, Chevy ZR2. Oh, those are good, too. Yeah, yeah, the diesel's kind of a dog, but I love the ZR2 so much. Um, although in that one, we lost four-wheel drive uh because we lost four wheel drive in the dunes because I hit a rock like oh. three days earlier and it it bent the skid plate, which then worked out the plug on the um, transfer case. And oh, no. then we lost four wheel drive. Yeah. yeah, we lost all the differential fluid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I that mean, you know, if, if Chevy knew what they were doing, they'd make a car that could run without it. Who needs differential fluid in a four wheel drive? Just go for it. <laughs> Just hammer down. Well, no, it was. It, it, well, what was funny is that uh, later when they came out with the Bison with their quarter-inch steel skid plate, I was like, "That was me. <laughs> that was me. That was, they learned me. That was, that was me." Yeah, you you were the influence for that little tweak in their off-road super <laughs> truck. All right. they, they did say what we put it through was definitely more than any uh, set of engineers managed to to put it through. So it it really is like the best test drive off-road test drive yeah the rebel rally is, is a great way for manufacturers to to kind of prove their vehicles and we've been getting a lot more manufacturer interest like honda's had a couple of vehicles in um jeep puts vehicles in all the time we had the chevy the um the rolls uh who else has been there rebecca um ford has been in with the raptor mitsubishi um, did we say that she was in there this year obviously so, jeep I mean, yeah Mm-hmm. There's so, been a lot of a lot of interest. You were saying that um, you only normally have like six races throughout the year, which is not a huge schedule by any means. What's uh, what's the next race that you've got coming up, and where is it at? Well, Rebecca and I are actually gonna we're gonna race together at the Battle of Trim at State Line in Nevada. <laughs> Ooh, it's uh, it's I know it's not quite as good a name as Rage at the River, but it's pretty good. Um, and this is a kind of a short course race where there's an, an infield, and then it kind of goes out into the desert it's about 14 miles uh each lap and they're only like hour and a half heats over saturday and sunday so it's really fun and it's really fast and it brings out all of the best drivers in my class so whereas like open desert races maybe there's like 10 12 maybe 15 people in the field for my class there will be at least 50 cars out there 
Damn. I mean, a 14 Just mile 14 mile lap is a long lap, but that's what's great about the off-road stuff is they're like, yeah, this isn't no mile and a half like NASCAR where no, you just hammer no, down. This no, is No, we don't, you know, we don't close down the racetrack because there's a napkin on it, you know, like <laughs> 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 That stuff makes me crazy. I can't watch pavement stuff cuz I'm like, "Oh my god, just go around it." You know? Right. Yeah, one little plastic bag from the Kroger is going to mess up the intake on their million dollar engine. Know, <laughs> kills me yeah so so i'm stoked because because that race is so fast uh i mean people do everything to lighten up their cars right like nobody runs a spare people will like take off their oil coolers some guys will like completely dismantle their dash i mean like it's a race for for grams right and i'm like here's my 90 pound co-driver <laughs> now i know why <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, I was going to say, and obviously for that race, you don't want me along, but if you ever come and do some, like, swamp bogging in Florida, which is where I am, then I would love to be, like, the third wheel backseat driver for your, one of your rallies and just be, like, comic relief. You two bother about driving and navigating, and I'll just talk shit about everybody else while we're out there. Dude, swamp bogging would be so much fun. Right? Rebecca and I have a, a very good acquaintance with Mud, oh. um, but... Being able to go through, I know you should tell that story, but being able to go through with those like 45 inch tires and like a tractor, that would be amazing. Okay, Rebecca, you've been challenged. Now you have to tell the mud story. (laughs) Uh, Oh, (laughs) this was one of the stories that we were hoping Rolls wouldn't like go and look back at our Instagram and find before they (laughs) officially handed us the keys. But we were in the, in the Jeep uh, the year before and at the end of the day in Johnson Valley and it had deluge it was a full-on rain that a couple of days before and we got a little too close to the dry lake which wasn't dry (laughs) as we're going i'm like wait there are puddles there are puddles here there are puddles here and emmy's like no no no, it's totally fine you know we'll just if we get if we get a little bogged we can just go back um within a few seconds it was like (laughs) and we were we were and we could see the next checkpoint like oh. it was, it was straight in front of us. Twenty minutes. We had twenty minutes to get to that checkpoint and get back to our camp, or we, we could see both the checkpoint yeah. and the base camp, and we were stuck. So we're like, oh crap get out and we of course jump out and land in mud up to our um knees and At we least. start <laughs> digging out the the we're like what oh we gotta get the max tracks we get the max tracks out and we're like oh my god and all they all the wheels would do would spin on it because they had that really mucky clay stuck in all of the tread so we're digging out the tread with our fingers trying to get the max tracks to stick and in, in the water we're up to our hoo-hahs in in the this muddy water slapping around you get up and you're trying to move around to the next wheel and um both of us each at different times fell backwards into the muck and by the time we finally it took forever and i was trying to flag down other vehicles and i finally saw like a glint and i'm like flagging flagging hoping someone can help pull us out as and he's still digging and i look and i realize it's a it's the porsche and i'm like no don't come (laughs) over here go away (laughs) You don't want to have to pull your asses out. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking anytime I have ever thought about the opportunity of driving by a couple ladies that have obviously just had a mud bath. Yeah, I'm picking them up. 
Oh no. <laughs> we by the time we we were so uh, pressed for time. We pulled those I was as soon as we got it to go, I'm pushing I'm I'm ninety pounds pushing from behind and um finally we get out and we have moments to get to the flag and I'm just like just go until you're not stuck anymore until you're on some kind of vegetation or something. So we're both running back and trying to dig these max tracks out and running in the water and falling over and we just they're mud packed, throw them in the back on top of everything. And then we get inside, we're covered in mud. So the Jeep on the outside is covered with mud, Jeep on the inside's covered with mud. We're slopping. We realize as we pull out to like solid ground that we've got like five minutes. We could potentially get that flag. She zooms. <laughs> Make a little Yui around the flag, press a button, head back to base camp. We're in a long line. I've got to run with my slopping shoes. Slop, slop, slop all the way up to the finish line to press the button, which is which is legal in the um, rules that if as long as you're within whatever um, distance of it, you can run and press the button. We would have run out of time if we hadn't, but we were up to our elbows. Oh, oh my god, man. it was armpit. It was so funny. And, and I was like, Jeep, make tracks. We're gonna make this checkpoint. It was just, it was so much fun. <laughs> and what what did the uh what did the people in the lobby say when you checked back into the four seasons that night for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my my pants stood up in the in the. That was the first time we took a shower, uh, that that rally. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my pants stood up actually in the in the shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to throw away my boots. I had, I had to drive with like a pair of borrowed UGG boots that were like four sizes too big for the rest of the two days. For the rally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely funny. coming to party with you, ladies. That's for sure. <laughs> And then when I returned the Jeep, the, the fleet company, they were like, um, I'm like, look, Jeep knows what happened. They're fine with it. So I'm really sorry. I love Everything. that line. Jeep knows what happened. Shut up. They know what happened. Yeah. You, you just check with. with we won. It's yeah. fine. Talk to your boss's okay. boss. We're good. Yeah. Stop looking at me like that. You still have to clean it. Thank you. I, I mean, I did. I took I pressure one the outside. I didn't really touch the inside. You left the inside as a present for them. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. It it looked like it was inside out, basically. Okay, where (laughs) online can we see all of these mud pictures? Because I've got some Googling to do tonight. <laughs> on, on, I guess on either one of our Instagrams, so um, MM Motorsports and Rebecca Donaghy. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, the Rebel Rally is at Rebel Rally, and then all of my car reviews. So my my job is reviewing cars, which is how we have access to all of these um, awesome vehicles that we just kind of show up in and then give them away. Um, is uh, Roadshow. So our Instagram for that is at Roadshow Autos. All right. So again, come to Florida. Let's go get some mud on it, and uh, we'll just do it for fun so we don't have to worry about cleaning it up later. Right? Yes, please. That sounds awesome. I'll, I'll wear those Uggs so I won't have to ruin my people. Awesome. <laughs> I still have them. Well, if you see um, a random new Instagram and, and Twitter friend later on tonight, it may or may not be me. I don't know. Yay! <laughs> Ladies, this has been amazing. Such a good time to talk to you. Let's definitely do this again next time you have uh, more mud stories. I would love to have you back on the show. Sounds well, we'll, we'll create some with you, maybe. Yeah, no, even better. <laughs> Let's totally like social media ourselves, and we'll just go GoPro it, do pictures. I can Twitter story it. Yeah, I am in 100%. <laughs> Emmy and Rebecca, thank you so much. It's been a blast. Thanks for joining me on Skidmark Show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. 
Thanks for joining us on this episode of Skidmark Show. Please give us five-star rating wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, CastBox, or anywhere. And stay tuned because our next episode will be launched very soon, starring racer Michelle Abadi and my friend Marshall, the lead singer of Hinder, who are just about to head out on tour for the 15th anniversary of the Extreme Behavior release. And that's all on the next episode of Skidmark Show. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to Skidmark Show. We'll have another episode full of fast cars and rock stars ready for you soon. Until then, be sure to share this episode with your friends on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and all social media. And leave us a five-star review everywhere you get your podcasts. Until next time, listen loud and drive fast when nobody's looking. Powered by Pins Oil. Oil.